Greetings, friends. It is the weekend of Sunday, January the 23rd. I hope that this finds you and yours doing well. You know, we've had some crazy weather up here in the high country, and I post sermons um, on our Spotify or on our podcast, rather, um, in the week before I preach that sermon on Sunday. And so the sermon that I posted last week, intending to preach on Sunday, was actually not preached on Sunday. Um, we had a curveball with the weather and in a small gathering of brave souls. And so we, we just sort of opened the word and, and did sort of a, a time of devotion and prayer with, with the folks that were there. And, and so uh, the sermon that was posted last week on our podcast is actually the sermon I'm going to preach on the 23rd this Sunday. So this week I thought what I would do is try to sort of um, go back and, and, and sort of give you guys sort of what we uh, looked at last week. With that being said, here, um, verse 14 of Psalm 27 from the NIV, wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. You know, we're talking a lot about watching. And as we go through the parables of Jesus, and in particularly these first three parables, they all deal with different elements of watching, what that means, watching, waiting. Sometimes those words can be used um, intricately, or excuse me, they can be used um, one in place of the other. They can, they can sort of be switched around. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Psalm 27, 14. So waiting, waiting is one of God's favorite tools to get our attention. In some ways, the Bible's title could be titled The Great Wait, W-A-I-T. The cast of characters could be waiters. It sounds a lot like dinner theater, and so that's not where we're going. But Noah, in fact, waited for the rain. Daniel waited through the night with a den full of lions. David waited in a cave. Abraham and Sarah waited 25 years for the arrival of their promised son, Isaac, after waiting an entire lifetime to even get the promise of that in the first place. And it goes on and on. Joseph waited 13 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Moses waited 40 years to be called by God. Paul waited in prison. And even Jesus waited for 30 years to begin his ministry though he was well-equipped long before. If God asked even Jesus to wait, his son, why do I think that he would speed up the process for me? And here's what I love most about the great waiters of the Bible. They were flawed. They they were mess-ups, of course, with the exception of, of our Lord Jesus, who was perfect. But they were people just like you and just like me, trying to please God, often falling short, more questions than they had answers, perhaps more doubt than faith. But but I mean, they get it. Some of them got it. But a lot of times, most of them didn't, which actually gives me comfort since I usually don't get it either. The great waiters we're no better at waiting than, than I am. And let's not kid ourselves. Waiting is somewhat of a universal weakness. 
I mean, what did the stories in the scripture of the great waiters show us about waiting? What did they, what did they do while they, in fact, waited? While Noah waited for the rain, he got busy with what he had, which was a lot of wood and some very specific measurements. As Daniel waited, he remained faithful in prayer and very firm in his convictions. While Joseph waited in prison, he didn't waste his energy on the question why, although I, I can, can't imagine he, he didn't ask that word, but he didn't let it drain him with, with dead ends and with non-answers. Instead, we sense that he focused his sights on answering, well, what should I do now? He did his best with each small task given to him, and he stayed close to God. And as the situation began to turn around, he was ready for every opportunity because he hadn't wasted his time. Likewise, Job, David, Paul, and even Jesus waited patiently and began the ministry that God called each of them to do, caring for the people around them. And so here's what I see in all of those stories. Here's what we see. There's always work to be done while we're waiting. Sometimes the work is hands-on. It's physical. Other times it's solitary. It's, it's a journey of, of the soul. Sometimes the work is, is a discipline of noticing. It's a, it's a practice of being alert, being aware. Sometimes it's about being patient, being loving, being present. But when we choose to surrender to that moment, when we seek to believe that this moment is a lo- part of a larger story, and when we embrace the ache of the longing, well then, friends, the weight is never wasted. Jesus enters the journey of those who wait. So may we continue to trust him as he reveals himself along the way. Psalm 5, 3, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly. Psalm 130, verse 5, I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. In Hosea 12, 6, but you must return to your God, maintain love and justice, and wait for your God always. Friends, as we perhaps hunker down in the cold weather and in the snow, that is January in the high country, Maybe use that time as a time of waiting and seek the Lord and what it is that he would have us to do while we wait. Amen. And God bless.